0: I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. We're back the away with the fans. We are finally back. So sorry for the technical difficulties before. We appreciate y'all hanging in uh, with us. We're covering season six, episode 10, all in quarantine. Thank y'all so much for joining us. Hope y'all are staying safe as well. I'm your host, April Winston-Han, joined always by my amazing panel. We have Elena Finelan. Hey, guys. Elena here. So excited to get started yet again. As you
1: can see, my energy is up there because I've missed you guys. I can't believe it's been so long.
0: Right? It's wild. It's crazy. Jamie Gray down in the corner.
2: Hey, guys. It feels good to be back. I missed you guys, too. And of course, CJ Walker.
3: Hey, I am back in the his house. Let's go.
0: That was quite the dance right there. We all enjoyed
3: Obviously, it. yeah, the TikTok. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we have so much to talk about tonight. But before we get started, just make sure you stay tuned because we have some great news and gossip for y'all. Of course, our predictions, and as always, our Keating's best. Um right away it's been so long it feels like since we've been back what did y'all think about this first episode of the first part of the final season
2: been so long. You
1: know what? um if, I, oh go ahead well, sorry Jamie. i didn't realize you were trying to have like a singing solo <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, you can go first go first i was gonna say it's interesting because it's not like we're starting a whole new season like we've already dug into this season well enough so it's just interesting all the events played out like it was intense but it was also like I felt like I needed to put my seat butt on you know like when you're going on a roller coaster and you're about to like take the dive I feel like we're just trucking upward for right now um so I don't know if I expected to just immediately take the dive tonight but it was it was it was pretty intense
0: what do you think Jamie
2: um I mean I think for um I think for the first episode coming back for this mid-season, it was a good episode. I won't say like it was completely wow factor, but I also wasn't expecting that. I think it was just refreshing to have it back, uh, to have the show back, especially during quarantine. Even um, seeing Michaela's dad, because it's been so long since we've technically seen you know, him since last episode, I was almost like, wait, is he good or bad? Which we're, we're still trying to figure out. Um, and then Asher's um, Asher's sister with her whole outburst, and even Connor, where like, where is this coming from? So I know we'll get into all of that, but it was just really interesting to see all of the personalities come out this first episode.
0: Agreed. What about you, CJ?
3: Uh, for me, this episode kind of dragged on a little bit. They didn't really, I kind of wanted a lot more to happen. It just seemed like it kind of went slow, and maybe that's because they want to ease us back into the, whole thing but they only have five episodes left right? Right. Yeah so I feel like it should have been a lot more happening than it did.
0: I actually kind of agree with you because I mean I enjoyed it we got some good information and I'm happy to still see that is still gonna be a big part of the show, even though we kind of knew that.
3: Yeah, we he case. has to let go.
0: <laughs> but for me, I felt the same way. But maybe it's because I'm anticipating with there only being six episodes total of the second half of the final season, that like every episode is gonna be packed, packed, packed. But like that just can't happen. They have to like break things down and obviously like the slow parts of how things develop.
1: Um but I- I think though, April, to your point, that is what they kind of did tonight because we got to see like it was a little slower because it was a little slower in that sense because we got to see almost every character. You know what I mean? The reason it didn't feel like it was taking off how it was is because they were giving us what Bonnie was saying, what 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 was happening in Asher's mind before he died. At the end we found out what happened with Gabriel, Michaela, you know, Michaela's perspective, Pam's perspective. Like we got to see everyone's perspective as this all played out. Right. And, and, and even bringing in like Michaela's dad and everything like that, that adds more character. So I feel like they were trying to give us as much as they could while still keeping it slow. It was it was just an interesting mix. And I don't think that's what we're used to, but I think it's preparing us for that hard goodbye. Yeah, I agree.
2: I, mean, I definitely agree. Really slow buildup, you know, this, the the buildup from um, Asher and the car ride with Frank, you know, Annalise towards the end. I, I felt like they just gave us little hints that, Really work.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, we so we start off the episode with Annalise. She's somewhere. I guess we learned throughout the episode that she's in Mexico. Um, but you know, it's, they took us back to that very first episode or like in the first season when she's taking off the makeup, taking her hair off, and she's just like stripped down Annalise and she's in this place that we don't know. The last we saw her, she was on the plane that was kind of going down. CJ, did you think that that meant she died already? Obviously we see like the flashboards of her funeral, but like, were you surprised that we saw her alive?
3: I have been confused from the start. Like, when I, I told you when I was watching it, um, I thought she had died, or I didn't think she died. I thought she was just, like, I honestly don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> I don't.
0: Moving right along. Were y'all surprised on. to see Annalise in the state that she was, Jamie and uh, Elena?
2: Um, I wasn't surprised to see her there because I just remember, like, the last episode she was on the plane. We saw that she had her, um, like, uh, different... Type of currency with her, so um, I was. I think at first I was thrown for a loop. I was like, "Wait, where is she?" You know, does she looked yeah. very different. Um, but that's kind of the whole thing that she has to put on right now. So I think it made sense.
1: Yeah, I expected her to pop up in some other country. I didn't think that she was going to die. And I mean, even with the the flash forwards of her and her funeral, I still don't know that I'm convinced that she's going to die. Like, I don't know if it's going to be her funeral. So when we saw her. Um, you know popped up in this foreign country I expected that especially when you're running away and if you're doing it real bootleg of mm-hmm. course that plane ride was going to be bumpy and it was going to be some moments in there that you are like that are kind of skeptical Um, sure. or yes yeah, skeptical okay. I think I'm more so just surprised at Annalisa's character this episode back I don't mm-hmm. think I expected her to run away to this country and then spend a few hours there and then come
0: back, you know? Right, that was, I mean, like, even we were talking before the show, like, you know, normally we try to break this up in categories, but Annalise really doesn't have a category tonight because it's literally just her, for a few minutes, sitting at a table, some random woman approaches her, and then at the end we see what happens. She gets, you know, arrested or found, whatever. Um, In the, also in the beginning of the episode, we're, we're literally right back where we left off. Back at the prison where Connor and Michaela had just been arrested. Um, Connor's mom to me was so surprising in this sense because I feel like we spent maybe a little too much time on her but y'all know how I I always get that way because I'm a little like selfish when it comes to my actual main characters Um, but one of the things I thought when we were watching is Connor having this panic attack do y'all think he did that on purpose so he could have that excuse like that we see later when they're actually in the bail hearing? I don't
3: think I he don't.
1: did it on purpose. A part of me also felt like maybe he was drugged because he was like, that wasn't a panic attack. Like, I need to go to the hospital. So I was like, oh, I wonder if maybe someone had accidentally drugged him, but they did take those drugs. But what? Jamie, I cut you off. I'm sorry about that.
2: No, you're fine. Um, I mean, I th- this is like the buildup that we were waiting for, like what made him hallucinate. And so I think now seeing it, it's very different, you know, because I think what did it for me was the aftermath, you know, him asking to go to the hospital. Is it that serious? And I can't remember if Connor did have pre-existing conditions that we knew about. I, I can't recall. So guys, let us know in the live chat. Maybe it's just slipped my mind. But I'm like, is this just, I mean, clearly it's a ploy, but we just don't know exactly why or what his plan is. So to me, I don't know. Part of me, I, I don't know. I think I'm going to say that his hallucination, you know, his, his hyperventilating, I should say, was real. I mean, he didn't see April. Connor. I'm sorry, he had just seen Asher moments before he died. So it, it makes sense.
3: Yeah. April, why didn't you like seeing his mom, though? You I know, felt like that, I that didn't was like... like it,
2: you know? Not that
0: I didn't like seeing her. I was just like, where is this? I mean, obviously, they're going to show her. They're going to show all the families, which you know we even see Asher's sister, obviously, later. But um, to me, it, it was just a little too much time. Like The moment with her and Frank sitting in the jail, I was like... I, I, I don't need this I need more information about like my other people more than yeah. that I guess yeah but I can maybe... see that.
3: I've... go ahead maybe what? um I was saying I can see that maybe that's why like uh the episode seemed like in drag because they were just saying like doing useless storylines
0: mm-hmm. one of the things that I thought was super interesting in this beginning jail scene which I don't know if everyone caught it but uh, they're talking, they keep talking about the security cameras in their house. And obviously we know that Asher was found with the fire poker and everything right beside him. Um, which we all kind of wondered, like, how did this thing end up there? I think it was Oliver that, or someone said at the beginning that the cameras had been wiped. All the footage had been wiped in their house. So, I mean, right off the bat, do you think this is, all, you know, the Castillo family's doing otherwise, how would anyone else have known about the fire poker or had the chance to even go get it? I think there are so many options
1: here and that's what was so interesting about this episode because I didn't walk away with any solid like okay this person killed this person that person did this I definitely think that Xavier and the Castillos played a part especially when it comes to the cameras like who was watching them was it the FBI that had those like that hacked into their home cameras and possibly wiped it off before that it could have been but I truly believe that that's still the Castillos trying to see if Laura would ever like where she is Um, and trying to get a lead on her from that. that. So Mm -hmm. I think a part of it is Xavier and the Castillos and them just still plotting in that regard. Mm -hmm. Um, I also wouldn't be surprised if Oliver wiped off the ding on cameras because they, like, once he found out, once Asher told him that, told all of them that he was the mole and that he had been recording conversations, I don't put it past Oliver to say, okay, I need to clean out everything that we You know, all the electronics and technology that we have in our home so Mm -hmm. that if they come raided, they don't leave with that information.
0: Right. That's a great point. I also think it's interesting that after, you know, we see Oliver run up and confess that he did it. But now that we, you know, have seen the whole episode and learned what we do, like Oliver kind of knew he was going to get off because he's wearing Laurel's gloves. Also, why was he wearing Laurel's
2: gloves? Right. That's a moot point. But (laughs) what were you going to say, Jamie? I was gonna say yeah it it didn't make sense and it's like again we were we were saying uh last season that oliver was starting to act a little weird like just a little stranger than usual and Mm. it's almost like does he know too much it's just it's it's something there it's something there
3: i don't think oliver really did anything though like as far as with the murder because he wouldn't have turned himself in if he really thought that he could be arrested
0: yeah, that's what I'm saying, too. I think he kind of did it to, like, essentially create a diversion, basically. I mean, it didn't end up working anyway, but because he knew his fingerprints aren't going to be on the murder weapon. Um, that. But Elena, that's a good point. I actually never thought about Oliver deleting all of the footage, but surely he would have done it because he's the one that hit Asher in the head. So he had plenty of time to do it. But how the fire poker gets to where asher ends up that's the biggest question of all so i mean like we finally got the answer tonight about him who it was at gabriel's house the time before but i did think it was really interesting that gabriel is the one that called the detective asking about his dad are y'all like on board with gabriel as far as not being a part of this or do you think because he's still going after this information for his dad like we see tonight that he could potentially here's what I'm not okay with I'm not okay with how the storyline just plugged
1: Gabriel in at the end and then told us that Asher gave him the $64,000 yeah. <laughs> his phone I'm like that's not enough information for me knowing that there are only five episodes left so a part of me is just really trying to figure out what role does Gabriel play and I think he's always been on the fence for me like half the time I'm like okay Maybe he's just so innocent, just trying to figure out his life. And the other time I'm like, no, like he's for sure. And for tonight's episode, the fact that they plugged him in at the last minute and didn't give us a single detail outside of Asher giving him that check in exchange for his phone. I'm left a little baffled. You know what I mean? Like how, how am I to perceive Gabriel is how I'm feeling about him at this time.
0: Yeah. I mean, there was part of me that thought that maybe he's the one that kind of brought about these charges because he's the one that went to the detective and said, did Annalise have anything to do with my father's death? But like, I, it is going to kill me if the, his only role on the show is basically to find out what happened to Sam. Like there's, he has to have more to do with it, but like He's not going to be able to do anything with that $64,000 anyway because Asher's dead. And if he cashes the check, then it looks like he murdered him for money. I mean, he's got to
2: be involved somehow. I honestly, first I'm going to say, first and foremost, I don't know. Like, I don't even know how Gabriel's going to be involved in all this because it didn't make sense for me from this episode. But I feel like he will be involved um, with the trial somehow because he was dating Michaela. You know, it's like they're going to wonder, did he know something? Um, I just, I feel like it's not the... I just feel like he's not really in the clear just yet.
3: Yeah. Do we know where that money came from that Asher gave to Gabriel and like that was the, why he did it?
0: Remember they had, um, I can't remember if, if it was like they won the, tri- the Snow White trial, Annalise's oh, thing, yeah, but yeah. you'll get the money from Kaplan and Golds and he won it. Oh, so lady Edith in the chat says, Asher gave him that check
1: as a plan. Asher was busy trying to set everyone up before he got off. (laughs) I mean, the before he got off part made me laugh because it's so brutal, but it's true. (laughs) At the end, he was on a mission. Asher was on a mission of thinking, you know, him being the mo and trying to I don't don't like sneakily, if that's not a word, but sneak his way around trying to you know, push his agenda forward that I don't put past him that he did give gabriel the check as a way for him to look suspect for something you know what i
3: mean yeah like what would he do that for though like if yeah what would he do it for
0: i mean literally desperate times for asher i feel like he just needed a phone he just busted his he needed something to record people uh but he was sketching the whole episode which we definitely want to get into but before we get into that jamie has a little message for us
2: yes okay first and foremost thank you guys so much for tuning in with us we are of course doing things a little bit differently quarantine style um and of course we know that you love how to get away with murder but i'm sure you have some other shows in mind that you like i know april herself she's on um the walking dead or if you like this this is us you know any type of show you can think of any genre check it out we are still filming we are still in session so check us out. And of course, before you go, like, thumbs up, and leave a comment. Keep the conversation going. And that's all. Yeah,
0: awesome. Uh, so Asher, all throughout the episode, or we see him, you know, the what happens when he goes to Bonnie's finally. And there's part of me that, like, all throughout this, I'm like, oh, clearly she's the one that killed him, or Frank is. When he, like, starts saying these things to her, just like he does later with Frank, and, like, he, like does the check with Gabriel or whatever to me I was like this is a desperate man and he has he just needs information where I mean did y'all think that he was actually not recording them or you knew the whole time I like, didn't what think, you think
2: he was recording them yeah like for sure I was like why Asher
1: yeah for sure but I'm curious without without giving me too much of a prediction just opinion wise why do you guys think that he wanted Gabriel's phone? Is it because he knew that his phone was tapped and he wanted like, like what did he need the phone for in that moment to call whom?
3: Well, didn't his phone break or something? He threw his phone against the wall.
1: He threw it against the wall, but who was he going to call? Like he was just so desperate for why.
0: I I don't know. And it's also like we have to assume that he immediately was murdered right after that because they found him on the landing. So that's in between his and Gabriel's apartment. So like, I, I mean, he had to... To me, I think he's just going to, was probably going to call the FBI or just wanted the phone to like, because he needed this last minute recording basically to save himself because no one else had given it up. Like at this point, Frank and Bonnie both discovered that he was trying to record it. That's what I think anyway. Even in the, like when we see the car ride between him and Frank, all that kept running through my mind is. Frank's about to murder him because they know that he's the mole but I didn't understand at the time why Asher was going so hard trying to say that he wasn't or like trying to pin it on Annalise like CJ your boy just didn't do a good job of acting apparently Mm -hmm. because it was so obvious I I think it I think it really just came down to his sister getting into
1: his head like, the reason he was being so crazy and so anal, in which we see her being crazy and anal in the courthouse when, um, when the whole them getting bail or not was happening, I think he got so much into, she got so much into his head that he then was all hyped up and, and trying to, I guess, make a change and be there for his mom and really be the man or the family man. That he wasn't thinking about anything else except, okay, we pinned this on Annalise. She got us in this tr- like in this trouble to begin with and then goes from there. CJ, you were finally going to say something. What was it?
3: Oh, no, I wasn't <laughs> going to say anything.
1: <laughs> well, that's your boy. Best. So I feel like if anyone's going to say something in defense for Asher, it's you.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, he has no defense at this point though, right? I, no, I mean, he's dead, so.
3: Yeah, I mean, there's not really much to say because he is, like, gone, so.
0: Yeah. Um, getting kind of into the, their trials that happened, Tegan shows up for Michaela, which I was kind of surprised about, even though, like, we know she, hired, she did her dad or whatever. Um, and they go through these trials where they're denied the bail, Oliver's released, whatever. Um, that's when they're presented with the deals. So they have these... Their deals are they have to go to jail for five years, but say Annalise forced them to kill Sam, right? Yeah. Yes. So, why do y'all think that they're so I mean, they're just going to give up Annalise for something that she didn't do? Like, why do you think that they're actually willing to do that? Just because she disappeared?
3: Yeah. I I feel like because they think for me, I think they think that she just left them out like high and dry. And they're like, all right, she's only thinking about herself, so we should, too.
2: Yeah, I agree. I feel like they feel abandoned. Um, and especially, I mean, they have – well, and then you might think, like, oh, well, are they being spoiled? Because she has done so much for them, though. She always kind of gets them out of whatever they're going through, um, even if, you know, push comes to shove. But I, I think that they, they feel resentful, and mm-hmm. they just – I don't know. It's just, yeah. But
3: honestly, they might have, like, a plan in their back pocket to – like, help Annalise so they could just agree to kid them off their back for a little while and then have something else in mind.
1: I was going to say that I don't think that they were so convinced to turn on Annalise. I think that they were just so pressured not to get a life sentence. Yeah. Um. So I think for them, especially since they both came out of it having each other's back, Mm -hmm. which one that scene made me, like... I had chills watching that scene. because It was
0: so sweet.
1: It was so genuine. You know what I mean? Like for for them to come out and be like have the emotions that they had and, and for them to say, you know, I wasn't going to accept the deal if they didn't cover you. Like that was that was really heartfelt and genuine from those two characters, especially Michaela mm-hmm. and, and Connor. But I think that part of the reason they took that deal was so one that they could protect each other, but two so that they could also protect Annalise to an extent. Because though they wouldn't be in these situations without her, we all agree. And we've said, you know, so many times on this show, it's not Annalise's fault for a lot of the things that have happened or a lot of the murders that have happened. And they know that. So if you you decide to flip on her at this time, what's stopping her from retaliating?
0: So this is the thing that confuses me. And I'm curious to see what y'all think about it. They're saying in the charge. They're saying we. You have to admit that Annalise forced you to kill Sam. So does that mean that they have already have information on them that says you know Annalise didn't kill him? And also like what other you know we see all these charges that they say they're going to charge them with unless they sign this deal: aiding and abetting, you know, tampering with evidence, like all kind of crazy crap. Um, But so do you think that they actually have evidence that they killed Sam? Also, wouldn't they be in more trouble in the first place if they did have evidence that they killed Sam?
3: Yeah, no, I don't think they had any evidence because they would be arrested by now if they did. So, I think this I think is where West comes
0: in. I think this is where West comes
1: in. We know that it's teased that he's gonna make an appearance, he's gonna come back in some way. And mm-hmm. I think the reason that they're playing, you know, prove to prove to like help us prove that she forced you to kill Sam. Is probably coming from him because technically Wes killed Sam. Right. Or, you know, was supposed to have gone down for his murder. So for them to bring that back up and to come back on that like that, I'm pretty sure it's because Mr. Gibbons is in their ear about something.
0: But this, but it's so confusing to me because like, I kind of forgot that Michaela pushed Sam over the railing and you know, you see they pull out all of these, you know, other pictures and we're reminded of all that they did. So to me, it's just kind of like in the end, what is the FBI's grand scheme of things? Like you just said, we know Annalise actually hasn't killed any of these people. So is the point. I mean, like, so how can she actually end up getting in trouble? It would just be them. It seems like it's a dumb move of them to accept it because she could just be like, I didn't do this. They did it. April, they
1: hate her. The FBI hates Annalise Keating, they want to see her in jail. So whether she really killed them or not, I feel like they're going to find as much evidence as they can to put her in jail because without her in jail, she's working these cases that are making them, making them look stupid.
2: I agree. I feel like they're just fed up at this point. They're just like, well, this is, this is what we need. This is what we need to get her to go down. And that's why, you know, it, it could work. It could potentially work.
3: And if they get them all like the kids and stuff to turn against Annalise, that's just going to like secure her going to jail.
0: But it would all be lies. I guess that's the thing. Like she could easily be like, "Okay, let me offer you proof that I'm not the one who actually killed. Do you know how many
3: people are in jail for something they didn't do?
0: Right for, now. Sure, for sure, absolutely. But she has evidence <laughs> that she didn't kill these people. She has evidence that everyone else did. That's why I think like, at this point, I'm like, it's a little dumb. If you just turn on her, she can obviously just go right back and turn on you and have evidence. We can't forget that Nate gave her that file that Denver had in his office that literally had all of this proof that they had a million things to do with these other murders, except her. So some points
1: that are coming up in the chat is multiple people feel like Michaela's dad set up Annalise. Either he told the FBI where to find her um, out of the country, or he found a way to get the FBI to like build up this case against her in this manner, and 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 has something to do with power over Michaela, or you know like Annalise taking Michaela under her wing. And I don't I don't disagree with you all in the chat room to an extent. I feel like he knows more than he's leading on, and he does play some type of part.
0: So he's the one that helped Annalise come up with this plan of getting away, right? What That was him. So, I mean, how how else would the FBI basically automatically have found her in Mexico? Why would he have asked? Was she in Mexico that, too? Or Mexico. I think, well, the police, like we had the subtitles on and it said, like, <laughs> I don't speak Spanish. Like, Mexicana, I think it literally said, <laughs> um, <laughs> don't kill me if that's incorrect. But <laughs> why else would he have said to the DA or the FBI guy, whoever it was, like, have y'all found Annalise yet? So I kinda think that he would have something. I wouldn't know. What would he gain
3: picture. out of what would he gain out of giving her up?
0: Because then the deal that they took actually if they can't find Annalise, then it's like, well what does it even matter? If she's just gone off the face of the earth, then these deals don't matter. I mean they signed it so I guess they would get it no matter what. But if there's no trial, then I don't know I mean
2: that's why I think a little bit nonchalant with Michaela though but she was like so what do I do and it's like he kind of just said you know take the deal without offering any other type of options that I think a real father who cares would do you know and I and I get it there's only been so much that Michaela could do but yeah. he just kind of seemed not present
1: Or distracted in a sense, like he he wanted her to get off and fend for herself. But it's almost like he and that's why I feel like he knew more because it was like he wanted her to separate herself from this and kind of take the deal that she can so that she isn't caught in the crossfire with what's about to happen, meaning he must know something.
0: Right. That makes sense. The other thing we find out big tonight is that Tegan is for sure the one that helped Laurel get away. Obviously, everyone assumes that she had something to do with Annalise. Um, The moment when Frank approaches her, I was a little scared. I thought Frank was going to go full-on old-school Frank um, but I didn't think about the repercussions of her not telling them for so long. So do y'all think she'll end up getting in trouble with, with that or is she even going to play a role in the rest of the season according to what we saw tonight? I think they're, I think Frank is going to
1: be the only one who's going to have the hardest time letting it go. And I mm-hmm. think that now that everyone knows or will know that Tegan's played a role in Laurel's disappearance, she's going to get a visit from the Castillos, which is yeah. going to put her life in danger. Like even though she has no idea where Laurel is, the like I feel like her people knowing is just going to put her in danger.
3: Yeah, I feel like Tegan is 100. This, maybe this is prediction, but I think she's going to die this, this season.
0: I'm wonder. I'm left wondering what her role is and Nate's role is because we see him a couple of times throughout the episode where we, you know, Bonnie tells him that Annalise is gone, um, but at the very end, where she suggests. Why don't you do the right thing, be a man, and go turn yourself in? Do you think Nate should turn himself in? I mean, if Nate turned himself in, Bonnie needed to turn herself in. Like, they all need to, they just all
1: need to go to jail together. How about that? How about no one gets away and all of them go to jail?
0: (laughs) I mean, but I was like, you're so right, though. If he turned himself in, but Bonnie would have to turn herself in, too, then basically a lot of this would go away because that's where a lot of it stems from. Do you think think Nate will turn himself in? I do not think that Nate's
1: going to turn himself in. But I I do have a thought, and I'm going to save it for predictions because I know we're going there soon. So I'll
0: tell you what I do think. Okay. Anything else throughout the episode that we want to be sure to touch on? I did like where Bonnie asked Frank if he killed Asher. Like, she flat out was like, I need to know. I think she was
3: like. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Didn't everyone basically asked Frank that. I remember like at least two people asked him.
2: I mean, that? and I think that's the kind of relationship they have at this point. They're like, listen, we've been through enough. Like, just tell me what it is. But I will say I have really grown to like Bonnie's character. I liked that when she was speaking to, to um, Nate mm-hmm. that we heard her being more bold and just more vocal. Because I, I mean, I think this was like the first time that we actually heard her say that she, you know, kind of resented Nate for the whole Miller situation. So um, I think we kind of saw a little bit of that development very quickly because we don't always see that side of Bonnie.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay, let's go into our special segment. CJ's got some Keating's best for us.
3: So yeah, our special segment is Keating's best. We basically choose the MVP of tonight's episode. So I guess I'll throw it to you, Elena.
1: Great. Who is um, your
3: Keating's best?
1: I'm going to give my Keating's best to Bonnie for this episode. And the reason Bonnie. she gets it is because everything is hitting the fan. Things are blowing up, but her loyalty is still proven to be to Annalise. And she is still, you know, trying to have Annalise back the best way that she can and figure all of this out.
0: So she gets my Keating's best for tonight. Okay.
3: What about you, April?
0: My Keating's best for tonight actually would probably be Bonnie too, mainly because she very quickly figured out that Asher, she didn't have any information. Asher randomly showed up on her doorstep and she figured it out like within seconds, basically, that he was lying about being the mole. So I'm going to give it to Bonnie as well.
2: Um, So Bonnie was definitely going to be mine, but I will also give props to Frank because you can't you can't do an over on Frank really you know besides what happened with the Castillos but with this episode I love how he just like saw right through Asher and I love how you just kind of flipped it right back on him like oh are you high you seem confused you know like I it's just like it was perfect and um I I make, I don't know I, I haven't lost hope on Frank so yeah
3: so for me I, I have kind of like two Keating's best I'd say it's Michaela and Connor because they both save save each other at the end. They have brilliant minds. Brilliant minds think alike. Um, so yeah, I thought they were my cuties best.
0: I liked that. Okay, that was good. Yeah,
3: so let us know in the comments who you guys think is your cuties best, and we'd love to chat it out with you guys.
0: Absolutely, Elena. You have some fire news and gossip for us. Yeah, so I'm gonna keep it short
1: and honestly. We didn't get enough of Annalise on tonight's episode, so I'm gonna go ahead and go over to Annalise Keating. And basically, while she was at a L'Oreal event in Paris, she talked about different ways that she is dealing with stress amid COVID-19. So all of us are at home, we're quarantining, you know, we're self-isolating, and you would think that yoga or whatever the case, like yoga or tea or meditating would be the go-to for Miss Viola Davis but she feels like and I'll, I'll quote what she says she was like I'm one of those people who, whose brains never shut off so I have something I have to do something physical to knock the stress out of me so though she thinks that sleep is important and exercise is important she uses a lot of um, combating skills and so she takes a lot of baths so for everyone watching if you are home and you have a lot of anxiety and you're dealing with stress and you don't know you know how to manage in this quarantine time, I say, take some advice from Miss Viola Davis, do a nice little bath, bomb, um, do some kickboxing, combative ways who would have thought she was a fighter. And maybe that'll help de-stress you during this very crazy time.
3: That Love, a that. Take a bath.
0: <laughs> Love it. Okay. And now for our prediction segment, I'm going to go Jamie first. What do you have?
2: Oh, gosh. At first, I was like, I don't really know if I have many predictions. But if I had to think, I would say, I mean, it seems like so many people are against each other. Bonnie is not feeling Nate. So it's Mm -hmm. like once Annalise comes back, who's going to be on whose side? Um, And that's where it just gets really tricky. So there's that. I'm just, you know, I'm just going to leave it up in the air. I don't really have a whole bunch of predictions, but I'm excited for the next episode. CJ, what do you think?
3: Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat, I don't really, because this episode didn't really give us much, it was just a bunch of just, I think, fluff, kind of, Mm -hmm. Um, but I mean, obviously, Annalise is going to come back, I don't, I think everyone's going to kind of be against her, that's, I guess, a prediction, no one's Mm going to be really on her side, Um, and yeah, like, Jamie, I'll keep it up in the air.
0: Elena, what do you think?
1: So earlier, I alluded to the fact that I don't think that Nate is going to turn himself in or that he should, but I do think that he's going to get it together. So right now we're dealing with Nate, who's still dealing with a lot in his mind about losing his father and blaming Annalise for that. So I think right now he's holding onto a lot of that anger, but mm-hmm. I think because the show is ending, we're either going to see two sides of him. He's either going to join Annalise side and really fight for the battle and knowing that she's always tried to put other people's first or he's gonna go bonkers and just like lose his thing. And he's either going to kill someone or himself um, or make the situation worse. And April, before you give yours, there's just so many predictions in the comments. Some people think that Tegan is working for the feds. Um, Other people think that Nate is also going to lose his mind. People think that none of them will actually get charged and they will all get off because Annalise is going to solve the problem and find a way for them to be safe. But what I can say is Pete Norwalk did say in an interview um, and so many of the castmates that everyone won't be happy. So as we give our predictions and we figure out what's going to happen for the show, April, I know you're about to give yours. Just remember that we all won't walk away from this
0: happy. Well, that makes me feel very stressed. So <laughs> great way to end my night. Awesome. Um, I, you know, it's mainly about Asher. I think they're clearly pointing us in the direction of Frank or Bonnie because they're the two most savage. I feel like they've all done some savage things, but like Bonnie and Frank have really like outright killed some people for no big reason. So I don't think it's them. Um, but it's just such a mystery because whatever. But I think it's going to come back and be somebody kind of random. Someone just because of the fire poker, someone had to know that the fire poker fire poker was used on his head. And I mean could it be Xavier that would be a little lackluster to me or because of the Castillos um but that's kind of where my brain is going right now at the moment um I also want to want to say one of the last things we led off with at the end of um the first half of the season was people thinking that Wes wasn't actually Wes they have confirmed like multiple times over that it is indeed Wes Gibbons so my main prediction is like well it's not a prediction it's a question Where did he go? Where has he been? What happened to him? And how did they do that to his body? That's what I want to know Mm -hmm. overall.
1: And just another really quick prediction. I know we're about to sign off. Someone in the chat said that Laurel's going to come back only because of Wes. And I think that's important to know as we go through the finale of this show, because we're going to to answer your question. We need to figure out more about him. And I do think that um, that was a valid prediction. Yeah. Yeah, that's
0: definitely really great. Well, thank you all so much for joining us. We are going to be joining y'all in quarantine for as long as we're, st- we're still here, but thank y'all so much for watching with us throughout this stressful time. Make sure you're staying safe and healthy, and we all want to watch with you every single week. Um, until then, y'all can find me everywhere at April with Elena, where can I find you? You guys can follow me on all social platforms at hey underscore it's lay, and that's hey
1: H-A-Y. Um, and make sure we keep this conversation going. Like there are so many thoughts that we didn't get to. So if you have a thought that comes up later this week, feel free to at me.
2: Yeah.
0: Jamie?
2: All right. And I'm Jamie Gray. You can find me on Twitter at it's Jamie Gray or better yet on Instagram at, Jay- at Jamie Gray. But it is called J-A-I-M-I. CJ?
3: And you can find your boy CJ everywhere and ICJ Walker, even on TikTok because I'm a TikToker. Let's go renegade.
0: Oh, my gosh. Y'all can <laughs> find all of us everywhere at Afterbus TV. Like Elena said, keep the conversation going. Tweet us. We want to know your thoughts and shout it out. Also, y'all give us some of our best predictions. Um, and y'all are right, a lot more than we are. So definitely let us know. Until next week, stay safe. And we will see y'all soon.
3: Later, guys.
0: <laughs>